Stack big G, not a biscuit. I am a ma, I am a ma. Hi, welcome to this episode of This I Can Do podcast. A podcast where you meet people like me who are building a life where creativity meets impact. And I'm really looking forward to sharing with you what exactly it is that drives me. Wouldn't it be great if you could listen to voices who matter? People who take their place seriously in the world, but also still maintain a sense of joy and curiosity about where they are and where they're headed. On this show, creativity meets impact, one cup of tea at a time. I am your host. My name is Josephine Karianjahi. All right, everybody, I have been spending lots and lots of time working with a tremendous individual, a true, 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 real for real person. Um, on Africa Podfest, and today she is my guest. Please, Yay. please join me in giving Melissa Mbogwa a warm, warm welcome. Welcome, welcome, Melissa. Thank you so much, Joe. This has been a long time coming, mm-hmm. and how exciting! How exciting that we get to have this conversation, and who knows what we're going to discover. And you about each other from this chat, you know, um, and mm-hmm. you, you and I work a lot on creativity, and and our work has tremendous impact. And for mm-hmm. those of you who don't know, Melissa, Melissa is a Nairobi-born, Nairobi-based, and devoted to Nairobi professional who is uh, creative at heart and in practice. In her own words, she says. I imagine, design, and build next-generation creative ventures so that upcoming Africans around the world can experience wider cultural and economic freedom. Melissa is a possibility fairer. She is definitely building the future of African media. She's my co-director at Africa Podfest, one of four fearless leaders at NBO Film Fest, and she has her own podcast called Pros and Paws, which you have to check out. This is part two of our conversation. So if you haven't yet listened to part one, please check it out in the previous episode. And, you know, in terms of like all these different um, projects that you're working on, I think you've been really good at continuing to document, Melissa, all the different ways that the creative industry collides. And I will Mm -hmm. take the time travel clock a little bit back and read something you wrote, which really stuck Mm -hmm. with me. So Mm -hmm. you have been thinking about how to accelerate the growth of creative industries in Kenya, not just in Mm -hmm. your work, but also in terms of how to catalyze. And this is what you wrote. Mm -hmm. Um, You've been observing that uh, in recent years, there has been a fresh burst of commercial activity around the arts. One only needs to look at the increasing number of galleries, tech hubs, photographers, filmmakers, fashion brands, DJs, and music creators for a glimpse into the exciting growth happening in the local creative space. It is attributable to a renaissance in creativity and culture as well as economic growth. While this emergence is concentrated in Kenya's main cities, like Nairobi, it is also taking place in smaller towns, perhaps stimulated by the economic 
and political restructuring that resulted from the devolved government. Uh, and you quoted mm. John Hawkins, who says, creativity is the fastest growing business in the world. Mm. That was in 2017. And mm-hmm. do you st- would you still say the same things? Yep, exactly the same things. In fact, I don't think we've even done enough no. to harness that movement and that energy to, and make, 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 you know, solid kind of established industries out of it. So yes, yes I would say the same thing, exactly the same thing. Of course, with the additional notes of there's been quite some disruption mm. with, uh, from COVID-19 and also from the very, very uncertain political situation we're in right now yeah. in Kenya. Mm-hmm. That has kind of disrupted and the the progress, those two factors have disrupted the movement of 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 you know like creative people have cre- people in the creative industries haven't really made as much work yeah over since last year and this year as they would have without all this disruption etc but we'll get back on course this is just like a momentary disruption we will and the, yeah the horse is out of the gate as they say absolutely and and the, what you've mm. said you know it really is so spot on because the ways that the ways that we thought, you know, things would unravel or unfurl between 2017 mm. and now, between 2012 and now and, and beyond, is that mm. there'll, there's a lot of room now for experimentation, it sounds like. So what does that mean yes. um, for your daily practice? Now we'll come back to you as Melissa. Mm. A lot of room for experimentation. It it means that there is so much more space to be expressive these days. I feel mm-hmm. um, people's minds are people are a lot more open, or at yeah. least it's easier to find a community yeah. of people who are open to questioning convention, questioning the status quo, and learning, unlearning, relearning kind of trying new things. There's just a culture I, I feel specifically in Nairobi I'm, I'm referring to. That I find that there's a culture of openness to just doing things completely differently, mm-hmm. which is so hard to do because that means we need yeah. to think differently and move in a different way. And it's not easy to change and challenge yourself in that way. But I find so many people in the creative and art space are willing to challenge themselves, which is so cool. And that's why I believe in that that the future is so much brighter because there's a movement of people who are willing to do this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree as well. And, and I love how you put it like that, you know, that it sounds like, you know, there's a lot of people who are still being super brave and, and still putting mm. their work out there. And one of the people that um, I think I've seen you really support is Elsa Majimbo. So yes. what does <laughs> Elsa Majimbo's creativity mean to you? It, it, wow. Elsa inspires me so much because... So her creativity to me means literally just do you, do your thing. Mm-hmm. And believe you are the most important audience for your work. So 
you just believe in yourself and hold on to that belief. Yes. Because your audience or your your people, your universe is probably not where you think it is or is not necessarily where you are. Mm-hmm. And just because you're an oddball or you're seen as an oddball in Kenya, yeah, doesn't mean you're not valid or that your voice is, you know, irrelevant. And thanks to the internet again, yes, you can just easily, more easily be found and more easily connect with your universe, with your people, mm-hmm. um, regardless of where you are. So that's what's so inspiring to me about Elsa is just that unwavering belief in herself. Yes. And just saying, hey, I've gone where the audience appreciates me. Go where you're valued. <laughs> yes, go where you're valued, yeah. go where you're watered, go where yes. you're fed. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, take your take your flowers, run, and keep going. Don't look back. Yeah. Yeah, and don't wait for the world. The other kind of inspiration um, for me from Elsa is that don't wait for the world to define you. You tell the world who you are, mm-hmm. and then they will follow or not follow. Let them choose. But you speak for yourself from yeah. the very beginning. Mm. Absolutely. And if you don't know who Elsa Majimbo is, she is a Kenyan comedian. She's a creative, a podcaster, a vlogger, a fashion icon, and so mm-hmm. much more. And I think she's now she's only 20. She's, she's only 20 years old. 20. And yeah. that means that her, her reality and her, where the decades which she was born was when we were already saying 20, 2000. I think she was born in the year 2000. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. If I'm not wrong, if not 2001. And so mm. for those of us who are elder millennials and, um, you know, thinking about who who your icons are, who are your inspiration, who takes you to the next level, definitely check out Elsa Majimbo. And um, one of the things that I love that you said about um, just thinking about where you go, where you're watered, go where you're planted I think about um, the the effect of like people who work in the creative space and the kind of impact they make. And when it comes to your work, um, Melissa, like what what does impact look like for you kind of going forward? You know, we've talked about some of the things that you're working on. What would really take um, what what would you like to achieve, you know, in terms of your um creative work and in terms of the impact that you're able to make through building a life that is creative in itself? Yeah, for me, impact is building a structure or a platform Mm -hmm. through which people can now kind of trampoline off of or grow from. Mm -hmm. So, okay, essentially, if if I may use the metaphor of like, uh, physical space. So yes. for me, impact is building houses. Yes. If I building houses so that people can then do things from those houses, mm. because we've had to, you know, we've we've had to build the houses because they don't exist. They didn't exist when we started. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay. So for me, I'd be most satisfied if there can be more people expressing themselves and living a life, a creative life, 
and enriching our culture mm-hmm. because they have the infrastructure to do it. Actually, yes. yeah, so I found the word. The word mm-hmm. is infrastructure. So for me, impact is leaving behind infrastructure that makes it easier for people in the creative scene to do their thing. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to struggle to also find the infrastructure and then do the work. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So which is the work we're doing in podcasting. That's mm-hmm. what I hope to do in film space. This museum that I imagine, <laughs> it's gonna that's happen. what I hope you to do, it to just make it so much easier for somebody to understand the history of the city yeah. and the culture of the city, the current culture of the city than it's been for us, who yeah. usually will have to go looking for the oral history. Right, right. And mm. I love the metaphors you've used because I think of, I, you know, my background is, is in terms of thinking around the growth and structure of cities and how... Mm. The way we mm-hmm. evolve really changes the city. The city doesn't change us. We change the city. So when you yeah. talk about, you know, the museum, it's a living thing. You know, mm. it's a moving, breathing, um, interactive yeah. kind of museum. And I can't wait until you get yeah. to do that and really bring that all in Ooh. into this uh, this this world, this new way of living that we've um, we've we've found ourselves in, and that we have to navigate Yay. with all its challenges. So I can't wait, and um, I'm hoping that anyone who's listening who has a heart for building community based um, work, not just in the nonprofit space, but literally building community driven companies can reach out to you, Melissa, and continue the conversation, especially around the creative space. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm, I will confess right now, I am tearing up. You have made me tear up. Oh, no. Don't cry. <laughs> Please don't cry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank But yeah, you've made me tear up just by voicing. You've just said it. Oh, my gosh. It's, I don't know. I, I find it hard to describe, but you saying it and already just assuming it's going to happen and saying you can't wait to see it oh, means everything to me. So thank you. You're welcome. Yes, this I'll imagination, heavy-duty imagination <laughs> space yes. is, 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 is where I live. I live there full-time. Um, yes. So. <laughs> You can tell. Um, but so, yes, please, please, please keep us updated. Um, I'll be checking to see how that's going um, in addition to all the mm-hmm. other projects that you're working on. Um, mm-hmm. But I want us—I wanted to switch into a little bit of a section uh, of the podcast, mm-hmm. which allows us to do a little imagination work of our own um, right mm-hmm. here uh, based on you. And, and mm-hmm. what you and how you see the world, you know, um, specifically. So, um, creative expression often starts with curiosity. And so there are so many mm. things in our personal lives and our professional lives where we're kind of curious to, you know, to try and see and, you know, give it a shot, even though it terrifies you. Um, and mm. I can I can hear so many kind of potential points in, in some of the ways that you've, you've spoken. So how mm. um, could you describe a time when... Mm. Your curiosity was stronger than your fear. Mm. 2017. It seems to be a magic year in our whole conversation today. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why 2017? 
because it is the year when I first kind of started out on my own and started a consulting business to explore and make these ideas that I had and these questions that I had about the creative economy come true. I had left my job in December of 2016 mm-hmm. and placed all bets on this hunch and this idea and this vision that I have. Mm-hmm. And that was so scary. I've never been more scared. And long-term fear. You know, the fear that's just there every day doesn't go yeah. away. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. you're taking this big risk. Yeah. Um, and you're, you know, things, so many things could go wrong mm-hmm. in a practical sense. Like, yeah. will you earn money? Will this work? Will you know you're putting yourself out there? Will you be ridiculed if it all fails? You know yeah. all that those voices in the head. But I honestly kept going because my curiosity was stronger than my fear. Mm. Uh, my fear was very strong, but my curiosity was stronger. I love it. But, yeah. Oh. And here we are. Yeah. With all these projects that 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 I'm currently working on. Yeah. All of them came up because I stuck to the the path driven by that curiosity. Mm. 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 So good. Like that feels like <laughs> jumping, no parachute in mind, you know, like free, free gliding. I don't Oof. know if it's called free gliding. Oof. Maybe yeah. it's called something else. When you, <laughs> when you dive off somewhere and you hope you land. Yes, that is exactly what. <laughs> I'm going to get like, the correct term and I'm exactly sure someone will correct like. me. But that's what comes to mind when I hear you describe that. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It also meant a, a change in my working relationships because I was moving from working mostly in the tech scene mm-hmm. to now forming new relationships in the creative scene as a new kid on the block. Yeah. It was just it was exactly what you said. Let go and hope you'll soar. Yes. Just free fall off the cliff and hope my wings will grow. Yes. That's exactly what it was. And yeah. Thankfully, my wings grew. And we are thankful. Adversity, but they yeah. grew. Yes. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Yes. Um, I even feel like, uh, you know, just a memory, you know, that feeling when you, when you remember how you felt. Yeah. I felt like a bit of that nervousness, just a yeah. bit of it, um, yeah. thinking about that time. Yeah. But wow, what an adventure. Life's just an adventure. I'm grateful for, for that adventure and that I took that leap. Thank you for sharing. Like that's that's something we don't hear a lot. I think of just talking about mm. those the the cliff edge moments, you know, just where you start Ooh. something and you don't even know how it's gonna go. Yeah. Um and people were scared for me. Some of my friends said, Don't do it. I would, I would, I would, if you had asked me, I would have told you, you know, is it, do you really want to leave leave and and start something (laughs) new? If you had asked me, but Mm -hmm. again, Mm -hmm. (laughs) here we are and and here you are. Here we are. That is, that is something that I think a lot of people can relate to in terms of where your curiosity takes you. Maybe there's something you've always known you want to do, but the time never Mm -hmm. feels right. And I hope anyone who's listening feels that. Um, that nudge, but also the right time to try and and do something stronger than than what you fear. And you know, creativity also comes with sort of like thinking about um, you know what the future will look like, and really having a very concrete sense of 
a year from now or five years from now or 10 years from now, living the life of your dreams. And this Mm -hmm. isn't a normal day or a holiday or a special Mm -hmm. day, but a very typical Mm -hmm. and and just perfect day. So for you, Melissa, Mm -hmm. on this day Mm -hmm. in the life of your dreams, what do you Mm -hmm. see? What do you feel? What do you hear? What do you taste? Mm -hmm. And who is there with you? Um, And just... Mm -hmm. You can start in the morning and end in the evening, or if you're a night person, you can start the night and, and end up in the morning. But just give us a little little sneak peek of what that looks like. Mm. First, it's sunny weather. Mm. <laughs> sunny weather. I I get up and in time to see the sunrise, and I go for a walk while listening to. Oh, an African podcast that doesn't exist right now, but is going to exist then in in five years, in three years. Let me even make it three years mm-hmm. shorter, sooner. So I go for my walk, listening to a really funny, a comedy podcast from somewhere like DRC. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and then I have... After the walk, I have my coffee, oh, my delicious, freshly ground coffee, and I begin uh, my morning work work uh, session. Mm-hmm. So working on Africa Podfest, just taking care of business there. Yeah, and uh, and taking care of a bit of business also with NBO Film Fest. And then I go and have like a three-hour social slash talking shop lunch mm. with with like you. I'm smiling. <laughs> and we talk about yeah, smiling yeah, and we just you know like a very calm, no pressure. Yeah. But we are really talking about okay, so where are things going? Uh, in, but in a relaxed way, thinking about talk, asking the difficult questions, yeah, and the futuristic questions, and the the big how should we go from where we are now? How do we go from here? Kind of questions, mm-hmm. big picture thinking, conversation, like three hours, and then in the afternoon I go and into my studio space and work on my like personal art project, and that could be my podcast. Mm-hmm. Or it could be this museum project in the evening, cool. like late into the evening. So there's, and I chat with my mom in the evening mm-hmm. and my cousin as well. Just had like chatty catch up on the gossip of the day and laugh um, evening time <laughs> and then go to bed early oh, at like yeah. eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my dream day. That's my dream day. My and I do not want to. I, I should say. I feel like I need to say uh-huh. that I, I'm not going on the internet on that on social media on my on that dream day. That one day. You're offline. You're completely offline. I'm offline. Okay. And I'm offline. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Thank you for taking us on your dream day. Um, I'm sure lots of us want to know who is going to be who. Which podcast you'll be listening to? And yeah. um, it doesn't exist yet. It, it does is, not. Is, what, is honestly what I'd love. Yeah. 
So if you're listening out there and you wanted to create a comedy podcast, but you, you didn't know who would listen, this is your cue. It's me. If you're there and you're in Central Africa, if you're in DRC specifically, or you're, if you're from DRC, mm-hmm. you have a comedy podcast, even in French, because I want to practice my French. Mm-hmm. Please do it, because I will be listening to it in three years. I want to. I'm manifesting this podcast. <laughs> We are manifesting. It's coming. It's coming. (laughs) It's coming closer. Um, And for our last question, um, Mm -hmm. in terms of where you're at and all these different projects that you've always been busy working on, I'd like to know kind Mm -hmm. of like how how you balance because the work that you do as a creative um, and working to create that long term impact can be very hard and time intensive. So could you tell us how mm. you're finding time to balance work and play or how you're learning to balance work and play? Mm. You know, I eventually realized mm-hmm. that I needed to throw away the trying to balance work and play. And yeah. I'll tell you why. Because the more I got to understand myself, like who I am yeah. and what drives me, what motivates me, yeah. what keeps me you know, enjoying life, I realize that I'm a very, um, because I'm a very curiosity-driven person, Mm -hmm. and always my work stems from my genuine interest, so my work tends to stem from my play. Yeah. So for me, work is play, Mm -hmm. at least, you know, when when it's optimal, like if if it's going right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Work is mostly play, so I don't, so I I don't feel like Africa Podfest and Biofilm Fest are work their play like that's what I want to be doing and I wouldn't rather be doing anything else yeah of course there are parts of it that are stressful like with anything that you you know that you're working on Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that it's not stressful 100% but I would it's play for me so I don't feel like I don't feel like I need to do something else to balance that uh scale in that sense yeah but number two I'm also a very very um, like intense person, so I will work. I'll do this, you know, do my work as mm-hmm. in these projects, yeah. which I'm enjoying, and I can just happily do that only <laughs> for months at a time. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of just overall big picture, the pieces of my life. Yeah. For me, work and mission, mission matters a lot. Yeah. Um, and is a priority in my life. I'm just one of those people, and I stopped feeling guilty about not being, oh, you should be more oriented towards, like, other things. I, I'm just, I've accepted that I'm a mission-oriented person, and so this is just where I am and where most of my energy goes. So I don't actually believe in balance in that, in that way. Yeah. Um, I think everybody should create your, ba- like, balance is, it depends on what keeps you and your energy yeah. going. Yeah. So there's no like external standard for you must spend X amount of time at home and time at work and time with the community. No, it just depends on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you should, the early, of course, there are benefits to figuring this out earlier in your life before you go and make certain commitments, mm-hmm. which then are, are against your nature. Basically, figure out your nature and then, then let the chips fall yeah. in such a way that they balance for you. So for me, what I found works is devoting most of my energy and my time to my work slash play. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, on a daily basis, just taking care of myself. So 
making sure I'm exercising and eating well. Sleeping is so underrated. Sleeping is the so... number one like <laughs> self-care. You know how people like when you talk when you say self-care most people think about diet and exercise and then sleep will kind of come third or fourth. Yeah. For me I've found that everything begins and ends with the quality of my sleep. So if I'm sleeping well, the system is 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 more likely to work well and yeah. I will then be balanced as Melissa. Um you know, even if I spend a lot of energy working or taking care of other people or of you know in a typical day if i slept well that's what determines how i show up mm. um the next day yeah. so i really take try to take care of my sleep hygiene um you know switch off screens early wind down um settling be in a good mood when i'm going to bed reflect and i use journaling as a way to just let let express anything that I'm feeling so that by the time I'm sleeping mm-hmm. I'm sleeping at peace with myself you know rather than still holding on to stress or angst or anything from the day I try to let it go as much as possible mm-hmm. before you know as part of my bedtime routine so that I sleep well yeah and then also I have learned the hard way because again because of my mission oriented self I've also had unhealthy tendencies to be to escape into work when when things are not going so well in my life mm-hmm. and so i've had burnout several times and so i've learned from that that i need to actually schedule in leisure time just mm. enjoyment with people i like yeah. people to like me back <laughs> that, <laughs> part. <laughs> that part enjoyment time with loved ones um so i schedule that in deliberately um every week i'm like okay what are the blocks of time preferably in the on the weekends to just hang with people with loved ones um but then on a day to day exercise laugh listen to music sleep well um eat right and then just go for it it's more also of a mental kind of allowing myself a mental practice of allowing the positive allowing the courage to lead rather than the fear because also another thing i've learned is that i probably will not be able to ever fully get rid of fear so it's like okay stop fighting the fear just encourage more courage instead yes. <laughs> and you know, try i try to show up with a yeah with a courageous heart and an open heart and a trusting stance yes to 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 the day and then also this this year i mean we've learned to do from working together through mm-hmm. the weirdest time in our lives uh, yeah. <laughs> in history in in our history in our lived experience rather that just take it a day at a time that cliche is actually true yeah. so as much as we're aiming we have big dreams and we have big aims yeah but don't hold on to those outcomes just do what you can today yeah and let it go and then tomorrow start over ooh So I don't know does that answer the question so it's question answered yeah so <laughs> question, question answered, answered yeah to so balance good in short I think balance depends on every, each and every one of us just getting to know who we are and what what keeps us feeling alive and flowing mm-hmm. once you figure that out for you yeah then you it, it becomes easier to know how to 
place the different elements so that the scale works for you. Someone else might think you're unbalanced, but that doesn't matter. What matters is how you know you feel. It is um, you. Um, yeah, it's you. So it doesn't matter if people think, oh, you're working too much or you're spending too too much time in, on leisure or or you're not you're not being career-oriented enough, you're being too family-oriented. No, don't, other people can tell what they want. It's yeah. you who knows what keeps you going. Hmm? This is true. This is true. Thank you so much. Like it's very, it's very enlightening. I think this last section um, of mm-hmm. how our conversation has really allowed me to get to know you a little bit better, um, and mm-hmm. for all of us to kind of hear what it's like to dream, to imagine, to reset ourselves in in one way or another, and ultimately build a a way of connecting that goes beyond what we do for work or what we think should be play. And thank you for agreeing to come on this podcast. I am so excited for everyone to hear it and to be able to connect with you. I'll share all your details um, that people can reach you at and connect with the different projects that you're working on um, in the show notes. And also, uh, I'll see you mm-hmm. at work on Monday. <laughs> Every Monday. Every Monday. Have Every you, Monday. Hopefully slept well. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Amazing. Thanks so much. I really appreciate uh, I really appreciate you creating this space for me to express myself in ways that we haven't probably ever spoken before. Right. Even though we speak a lot socially and work-wise you're so welcome um, so yeah this has been yeah this has been really amazing and i can't wait to hear it and to spread the word spread Ooh. the episode around yes yes and to also have you guest on my podcast can't wait i stay ready i stay ready thank yes. you so much melissa thank you bugua is wrong bogua is correct practice it bogua bogua yes <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you awesome. so much. Fantastic. All right. Uh, Thank you. Bye. Bye. Stack big G, not a biscuit. I'm a I'm a I'm a This I Can Do is a Sparkle with Josephine production. I am Josephine Karianjahe, host and producer. If you've enjoyed this episode of This I Can Do, please follow me on Instagram at Sparkle with Josephine. That's at S-P-A-R-K-L-E-W-I-T-H-J-O-S-E-P-H-I-N-E. I I also have a Facebook page for the This I Can Do podcast. So let's connect over on Facebook as well. So see you in the next episode. And I can't wait to hear from you what this episode has been for you. And I've really, really been excited to put it together as well.